Welcome to the Prayer Space Seminar Stream. Uh, it's good to see you. We've got day three of talks. So I don't know if you've been here with us for the last couple of days, um, but just, just in case you haven't, just to give you a brief overview. And um, we've had a couple of days of talking about prayer, what it is, what's the deal with it, why is it important. Um, yesterday we were looking at prayer being a two-way conversation. So it's not just about us bringing a list of things before God, but actually it's about us listening to God. How does that work? If you didn't tune in to day one or two with Brian Heasley and Anna Goodman, it would be great for you to check them out online. They've both been recorded. Um, and they've basically built a bit of a platform for us to get to today. So we've been looking really at personal prayer, about us engaging as people one-to-one with God and what that looks like and how important that is. But today, and we're going to be sort of moving on a little bit from that, and we're going to go from the fact that it's really important for us to talk to God by ourselves and have that personal, intimate react- interaction with God. But actually, it's also really important for us to be family um, together I don't know if you liked the title of this one. Did anyone come in singing? We are family. Oh, did you hear that? We are family. Yeah, that's what got you in the room, I reckon. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about today. This lovely lady here is called Tanika. Give it up for Tanika. Woo! Tanika is looking fresh-faced because she's just arrived on the New Day site. And... And it's like acclimatizing slowly, like getting her bearings. Okay, so let's find out a bit about Tanika before she gets going. So Tanika, can you tell us um, where are you from? Where have you traveled from to get here today? And tell us a bit about your family. Yes, well, I've come from North London. Um, Go to Reverend. Yeah, I'm like, where are the North London people? I don't know. But uh, oh, lovely. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Um, So yeah, we, we live in Holloway, North London. I am married to Rich, um, who's somewhere in the crowd there, and uh, we've got two girls, um, Alana and Michaela, four and eight, so yeah, we're busy. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to ask you some would you rather questions, so we did this yesterday, okay, so she hasn't, hasn't got a clue what I'm going to ask her, so just to find out a little bit about the way that she ticks, and you can get involved in this as well, I might ask you guys what you would choose. Okay, so Tanika, are you ready? Would you rather only be able to whisper for the rest of your life or only be able to shout for the rest of your life? Whisper, definitely. Put your hand up if you agree. Whisper. Okay, put your hands down. Shout. Don't you think, I, I think that is me already. I think I pretty much go around shouting or singing. Okay. okay, next one. Would you rather be without elbows or without knees? Have a little think about that. Without elbows... Or without knees? Yeah, elbows, I think. Without elbows. Okay, so you could still run around, but who would prefer to be without elbows? Okay, without knees? Oh, that's, a, that's an even split, I reckon. Okay, last one. This is a great one. This is going to be very like revealing. We're going to find out lots about Tanika here. Would you rather eat a stranger's toenail clippings once a week? Once a week? Or... Have everything all the time smell like rotten eggs. It's a tricky, tricky. Toenail clippings once a week, or have everything smell like rotten eggs all the time. I would probably do. <laughs> I'd probably do the toenail clippings. 
I would totally do the toenail clippings. Put your hand up for your toenail clipping. Yeah, I think majority. Put your hand up for your rotten eggs. Is that because you already like pretty much smell like rotten eggs now? <laughs> okay, so that was very revealing, Sneaker. I found out things about you that I didn't know. Okay, I'm going to pass over to Sneaker. Here we go. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. It's it's a real privilege to be able to speak to you guys today on prayer because as a Christian, prayer is just so important. It's the way we communicate with God. Um, so it's a central part of being a Christian. So I'm glad you're here today because I think God wants to just teach us a lot about how we can communicate with him and drawing others into our life so that we can talk to God together and hear God um, for each other as well. So yeah, so this week, I think some of you have probably been the last few days, it's been about finding your, your garden space with, with Jesus, finding that time alone where you can talk to him, um, and finding time where you can listen to him and really understand his voice and listen to what he has to say about your life. And today I just want to build on that, um, just to say that actually together, God's church, praying together is so powerful. And it is such an important part of being a Christian as well. It's amazing to have that personal time with God. But actually, when we come together as a family, there's something special that God really does um, amongst us. So in Matthew 21, it, it talks about, Jesus says, my house should be called a house of prayer. So when I was thinking about what that means, like a home of prayer. So when we think about home, it's somewhere safe, isn't it? It's somewhere that we feel free. It's somewhere that we feel confident. Um, we're with other people in a home, aren't we? So when Jesus says, my home, my house should be called a house of prayer, I think he's really calling us to come together and pray together. It's really on his heart that we do that. And in Revelations, um, the prayers of the saints or the prayers of the Christians is described as uh, golden bowls of incense. And it's just such a wonderful way to just um, understand how God views it when we pray. It's, it's sweet smelling. It's like a sweet smelling perfume that goes up to him because he wants to know what's on our heart and he wants to know that we support each other through the ups and the downs and we keep bringing those things to him. So it's a really beautiful, beautiful thing. And prayer is it's accessible. This is what I love about it. You don't need to be really holy to pray. You don't need to be perfect to pray. Um, it's for everyone. So it doesn't matter, old, young, whether you feel far from God or near to him, it's for everyone. It's a great uh, leveler. And in fact, it's, it's better that we come to God in our mess and imperfection because then he's able to do clean it up basically and make it better so if you're feeling like someone you're just like oh I don't feel holy enough to pray that's not it at all come to God as you are and he just wants us to lay our hearts before him lay our desires before him and he can speak into that so God made us for each other God made us family to be together and when you think about family we've got brothers sisters aunts uncles Mothers, fathers, and if you're my age, maybe grandmas. But even grandmas need prayer. I love it when my kids pray for me. It's so powerful. It's simple, simple prayers, simple faith, but God still moves through them. And the church is meant to be like that, isn't it? We've got um, our spiritual mothers and fathers, uncles, aunts. And you look around the room, these are your brothers and sisters, and we're meant to do life together. 
And a part of that is being real and honest together, isn't it? Which only comes through spending time and building uh, friendships. It comes out of relationships. So being able to be comfortable with others, it, it comes from actually knowing who you're praying with, isn't it? And being a part of a local church. So, before I move on to the next bit, I just want you to turn to the person next to you, maybe in twos or threes, and if you guys could ask each other, or answer this question, what do you like about praying with other people? What do you find helpful about praying with other people? And do you find time to pray with other people? So I'll give you a couple of minutes just to talk amongst yourselves. What do you like about praying with other people, and do you find time to do it? So I'll give you a couple of minutes to do that. Um, Is anyone brave enough to shout out what it is they like about praying with other people? Yeah. So he likes um, the fact that someone will pray something different and bring a different perspective on the situation and, and a different way of praying into something that maybe they didn't think about. So it's like building each other up and that support. That's, that's brilliant. That's, I agree with that completely. So a culture of encouragement and unity, which is really beautiful. God loves that. Yep. It's really special times because it's not every day you get to pray. Yeah. So it's special it's, yeah, viewing that time with friends and family is recognizing that it's a special time because you, you may not get to do it every day. So even us being here today, this is, this is really beautiful and special. Yeah, that's lovely. One more. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so it gives you motivation to keep going in prayer because sometimes it can be a bit hard to pray alone. So actually having friends will give you that strength to keep going. Um, okay, that is wonderful. And I, I, I think God, God loves that. God loves it when we pray together. And it doesn't matter how important you think you are or old or how sorted you are. I'm telling you, we all need prayer. If you look at the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, literally, he would, like, he would write, please, please pray for me. And this is a guy that is starting churches all over. And he writes to the churches, he's like, please pray for me. I've just found myself in prison. Please pray for me. Please pray that the word would go out before me. And God will do his thing. So it doesn't matter how amazing the work that you're doing for God, which I'm sure we all are. It's like we all need prayer. And just being able to be vulnerable with other people to just say, do you know what? My situation's quite hard at the moment. Can you pray with me? Can you stand with me? Is a a really beautiful thing. And God really does listen to our prayers for each other. So yeah, a little bit about me. So I became a Christian. I was quite young. I was about nine. And... um, God used to give me these dreams and I I used to find that these dreams would come true and I never really knew what to do with it. Um, So I would share with my mum, I was like, I had this dream and actually then the thing that I dreamt about came to pass. Um, And after a while of this happening, my mum encouraged me to to pray about it, to pray into these situations that I uh, would see and, and, and that were happening. And then I just really found that God would give me a sense of peace for what was going on and um, you know sometimes the situation would change sometimes it wouldn't but I just had the peace that I was talking to God about it so I would I was developing this really close relationship with God I mean I had my ups and downs um, as we all do and as I still do sometimes but there was definitely 
a trajectory of um, just getting to know God in a deeper way personally. But what I struggled with was actually sharing my Christian journey, sharing what was going on with other people. Sometimes that was a bit of a struggle for me. And I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I think sometimes being honest when we sort of need help or just being humbled to know that, yeah, we don't have it all sorted. Um, And sometimes it's a bit embarrassing to tell people, you know, what's going on that might not be all great, even when you've got some amazing Christian friends. So in my sort of early 20s, I think God was just gently um, prompting me to be a bit more open with what was going on. You know, I found it easy to say, you know, pray for my exams, um, you know, that would do well. Um, It's a great prayer to have. But I didn't necessarily say the things that were really on my heart to pray for. So I felt God just saying, actually, you need to peel these layers. You need to peel these layers and let people know what's really going on. And um, when I was in my late teens, my parents um, had separated. And I just didn't want to talk to anyone about it but I would talk to God about it and have that kind of communication but I think just once I started drawing people in to just pray uh, alongside me in that it's I had so much strength from people carrying uh, my situation and I had a picture about this um, as I was preparing and it's like sometimes when we have these uh, burdens we can be carrying this load that we We're trying to live to Jesus in prayer, and it's a heavy load. And praying with other people is like getting other people to carry that box with you. So it just becomes lighter, and they're lifting it uh, to Jesus with you. So some of you may have some situations where it's like, actually, you could do with someone carrying the box with you, and that's why God has uh, provided each other provided us for each other to help carry that load in lifting those burdens um, to him. And it's a really beautiful thing. And I think someone touched on it. When, when uh, we pray together, some, you can have fresh, fresh perspectives. You get, people will hear God in a different way and will be able to speak into your situation in a way that maybe you wouldn't have thought to. And we're all different, aren't we, just looking around the room we're all different, different ages, different background. And God will, will speak to us in different ways through his word. So when we come together, we're getting a fuller picture of who God is because we're all getting different facets of what Jesus is saying to us and what the Holy Spirit is prompting us. So when we come together, can you imagine how powerful and explosive that is? So let's have a little think again together in our groups. And if you could just think about what would you like to see improve in your prayer life? How would you like your prayer life to improve or to change? Um, So, yeah, have a little think about that. And if you can get together in your groups again, and then we'll come back in a couple of minutes. Um, Because the question was quite personal, I won't get you guys to to shout out how um, you'd like your prayer life to improve. But we'll have some time at the end to just pray into some of those things that you've been talking about, how you want God to start moving in your prayer life. Um, So I just want to end really with talking about some personal examples. I'm not a prayer warrior, I'd just like to say that. But God has done some amazing stuff through prayer in my life. And I think one thing I've learned is just to bring him into, into everything, 
literally, I will sometimes just fire up a prayer in the moment that I need it. Um, I will sometimes send text messages to my friends to say, do you know what? I really need some prayer. Can you just send me up a prayer, please? Other times it's more intentional time where, you you know, you meet up uh, with someone and then you're able to like, you know, maybe you're chatting about things and actually it's then after the chat just going, do you know what, should we just pray about that? So it can look really different and it can look really formal going to your church prayer meetings. We have one at 7 a.m. on Tuesdays and I'll be honest with you, I don't make that one. But, you know, a lot of people find time to go to those things as well. But for me, I'm like, prayer needs to be a constant thing. In the Bible, it says, pray without ceasing. Um, and it doesn't mean you sort of go around talking out loudly to yourself. But, um, you know, it could look like that for some of you. But it literally is, you know what, in the moment, if you need Jesus, just say a prayer to him. But it's also about drawing other people into those times as well. And, you know, in our modern age, you know, using your phone, text messages, emails to draw people into what's going up, so what's going on, so that they can pray for you as well is a, is a really good way. Um, and one thing I found that's really helpful as well is just actually writing out a prayer and sending it to someone so they know how I've prayed for them. So yeah, in our youth group um, at Rev Church, um, they're just amazing, to be honest with you. And uh, often at the end of their the, the groups, um, they'll pray together. And actually, you know how it's the leaders normally praying for their youth group? Well, our youth are just like, do you know what, can we pray for you leaders, please? Um, so they're like, sure, you know, who's going to turn down prayer? And what we found is when, these, when our youth have been praying for their leaders, God has just immediately answered prayers on, an, on a number of occasions. Um, so one time at the beginning of this year, one of the youth leaders um, was trying to buy a house. It was going a bit wrong. Things were getting blocked. And the youth group were like, do you know what? Can we pray for you, please? They're like, sure. So they just prayed a, a simple prayer over this situation. A simple prayer. God, please, can you unblock the situation? Literally that week, unblocked, they were able to exchange um, another time with this same youth leader, they were like, do you know what, how can we pray for you? And then he said, I'm facing a bit of financial issues, things are a bit tight now. Um, can you just pray for wisdom? And I don't want to leave my job, but I might have to, just so me and my wife can sort of pay our bills. So the youth group prayed again. And um, that week, uh, this person had a call from their head teacher that basically was like, do you know what, I don't want to promote you to head of this subject, but I want to promote you to assistant principal. And he was, it was completely unexpected. God even over-delivered on what they were asking. Um, but this is how powerful prayer is. And, I mean, and he really wasn't expecting that. But God was like, do you know what, I'm going to do even more than what you're asking. And what I think is wonderful about that, it's the youth praying. It doesn't matter how old you are, God will listen. It doesn't matter how simple your prayers are, God will listen. And when you come together in agreement, that unity of the Spirit is so powerful. And just in my own life, to be honest with you, God has just answered so many prayers. Um, So I was trying to think which ones uh, to bring to you. Um, So the one I think I'll share was probably the time that me and my husband were trying uh, for a baby. And um, it just wasn't happening. And then the doctors were like, do you know what? you're just not going to get pregnant naturally. It's not going to happen. And they were just like, yeah, it, it's impossible. Um, and we did the only thing we knew to do, and, and that was to pray. We, yeah, it was to pray. And um, after you know, praying for a while and, and you know, persevering, 
Because sometimes God won't answer it instantly. Sometimes it won't be an instant change um, of a situation. And you have to persevere in prayer. So we drew different people in at different times to pray and support us in that. And I'm pleased to say we've got two girls conceived completely naturally. After much prayer, God just opened the door and unlocked the situation. So sometimes we do need to press through. It's, it's not always easy. But I tell you, when you do it with your, your family and your friends, it just makes the load so much lighter. And it makes the journey so much sweeter. Um, and some of you may be waiting for things. Some of you may be praying for things. And, um, you know, you've, you've not had the answer or the situation hasn't changed. And I think what I've found is God doesn't always change the situation when we want it. But in those moments, he will give you the strength and supernatural joy to do life. And he will answer those prayers in his timing. So I just really felt to say that, really. Um, some of you just, yeah, sometimes you're just persevering in prayer. And that's, that's what it will take. Um, but bring people into the journey with you. And just a little note on that as well. It's about creating safe spaces to share. So I wouldn't say necessarily to share lots of vulnerable things with everybody. It's like choosing those safe people that you have built relationship with that are trusted in the church to share what's going on. And, and if you're someone that's been given confidential information, it's, it's also holding that carefully and, and before God and lifting it to God. Um, and also just knowing when to actually say, do you know what, that, that's a bit too much for me to carry for you. Can we get an older person in? Can we get a pastor in? Can we get our youth leader in? to support us with this as well. Um, so I, I would love us to get some time to pray into this, actually. Um, so if we could break up into groups, and I just maybe want to, if you think about one or two things that you are happy to share about, that you're, you're, that's on your heart that you need prayer for, if we can spend some time just praying together, for that if you've got anything that's sensitive that you'd rather not share in your group or something I've said um, has spoken to you I'm happy to pray for you and there's a team here uh, that will also uh, be here to pray as well so if we could just gather together in groups and then um, Jodie or I will sort of wrap up at the end once we've had a bit of time of prayer Okay, I just wanted to share one last thing with you, and then we're going to have a bit of prayer time um, with, with us, if you like, afterwards. Um, God's plan is to work his gospel through the church. And in the Bible, the church is described as a body, one body. So literally, we can't do without each other. We're, we're connected. And that's how God has designed us. He's designed us to be social. Um, and as I sort of touched on briefly before, uh, when I was younger, I just didn't really talk about what was going on in my life. And God slowly peeled those layers back. And in particular, when I, when I joined uh, the church in North London, um, there was something that Steph said once. And he was just like, you don't need to put lots of barriers in place and blocks in place before people get to know you. And it's just stuck with me ever since. And I just thought, actually, God, I think... I think you're doing something here because I had put blocks in place and, you know, someone would have to jump through that friendship hoop 
before I would, you know, say a little bit more. But I felt God just really grow me in confidence, actually. I can share things. And in a safe environment, um, yeah, people really support me in that and pray for me um, in that. So I wanted to end on that because that might resonate with some of you. And if that does resonate with you, um, I would love to pray with you just so, yeah, we can just pray into God, just um, giving you the confidence to share your story with people um, in an appropriate way. But, um, yeah, he can just really do some amazing things because when we bring things into the light something breaks like there's a freedom that comes um and the darkness is driven away the the devil loves to hide things so when we bring it into the light god is able to help us um so yeah i just want to encourage you with that so let me pray and then i think jody has uh, some prophetic words as well um lord we just thank you for this time i thank you that people are hungry uh, to know you more, hungry to learn how to pray, Lord God. And I just pray that everything uh, that I've said, um, yeah, Lord, it'll be like a seed, a really beautiful seed, Lord, gospel seed that will grow and develop. And it's not just about today, Lord, but it's about our Christian walk and journey. And I just pray you'll do some really wonderful stuff here today, God, that they will carry on, that we'll all carry on into our lives, Jesus. Help us to be family together. Help us to love each other well to carry each other in our hearts, to pray for each other well. And I just pray that you'll give us ears to hear what you're saying to your church, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Tanika. Um, okay, so we've sort of officially finished, but um, just as Tanika was talking, I just felt prompted by God on four different things. So if, if these things, I'm going to go through them, if they apply to you, if, you're like, if your heart is hammering away and you're like, that is me. It'd be great if you hung around afterwards. There's a prayer team here. I'd love to pray for you. I'm happy to pray for you. So is Tanika. Um, if it's not you, it's cool. Feel free to go. Okay, but the four things are, so Tanika's been talking um, a lot about being vulnerable with each other, about opening up our lives to each other. So the first one was, I just felt that there might be people in here who have been hurt in the past by being vulnerable. Like you've done that, um, but it's not worked. People have let you down. Um, and it's made you go, I'm not telling anyone anything again. You know, I'm putting a barrier up. So if that's you, um, please be brave and come to the front. We'd love to pray for you um, and unlock that in your journey with Jesus. The next one is, um, again, about vulnerability, but it's a bit different. It's about, um, and actually, I particularly felt this was if you are the son or daughter of a church leader. You might not be, but that was particularly what came to mind. Um, but that you feel like you have to give off a really strong facade. You have to have it all together. People have to think that you are walking the walk. And actually to be vulnerable is a really scary place to be because people might see something that they weren't expecting. So if that's you, please come forward at the end and ask for prayer. Um, the next one um, is something that I really relate to. So for people who are just really scared of this whole thing that is like corporate family prayer together with other people, like you're quite cool about praying with Jesus by yourself, but doing it with other people is just really scary. Um, and that was my story growing up. It was just painfully, painfully embarrassing praying out loud with other people. 
Um, so if that's you, you might have even had that in today as Tanika's asked you to pray with someone next to you. You've probably been thinking, oh, this is like my worst nightmare. Um, and I used to find it just crippling, like it would just cripple me with embarrassment. Um, I have a thing which might even be happening right now as I'm speaking. Whereas I go red at everything, every emotion possible, I go red. So for me, like being put in that situation, I'd be like, oh, this is awful. I'm going to be sweaty. I'm going to be red. I'm going to say all the wrong things. And so I just, it like just sucked all the air out of my prayer life for years um, and I had to really have a breakthrough moment with God where I realized he doesn't care if I'm getting red. I mean, if I'm getting tongue-tied, it's just about talking to him. So if that's you, um, somebody stood at the front of a meeting very similar to this and had that story. And I was sitting at the back thinking, oh, my word, somebody else exists that's like me. So maybe you're thinking the same. I'm really happy to pray for you if that's you. Um, and the last one was just around um, the whole family thing that we've been talking about and church as a family. And I just think there's people in here that you like, actually, COVID has shown me that I don't need my church family. Like, I'm quite cool doing this thing by myself. Like, New Day's nice, but when I go back, I'm just going to continue doing it by myself because me and Jesus are like this. And that's cool. I don't need other people. Um, And I just would love to pray for you um, because, do you know what? That is a lie of the enemy. You do need your church family. And if you look in the Bible, it talks about it a lot. And, and you can't do it by yourself. Um, and so if that's you, and maybe even me just saying that out loud now, you're going, oh, there's something wrong with that way of thinking. Um, I'd love to talk to you more about that and pray for you. So there's those particular four things um, we'd love to pray for you for. But otherwise, Tanika is over and out. We'd like to say a massive thank you to you, Tanika.